What is up and welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. We're going to jump right in because just in the past couple of hours, there's been breaking news regarding Trey Lance. So first it started with some reporters saying that Trey Lance wasn't at practice. I guess there was something maybe that Brandon Ayuk put out that Lance wasn't in the QB room uh, with the other quarterbacks. And so this started speculation what's going on. And then came the rumors that the 49ers are trading Trey Lance. So uh, that's, that started, I don't know, a couple of hours ago, I'd say. Um, and then this latest thing, just, just an hour ago from Diana Russini says that while the 49ers are exploring trade possibilities for Trey Lance, the front office has been shopping him for much of the offseason, according to a league source. The team never received a significant offer. So this uh, is, of course, big news. Um, so it's it's kind of weird. Uh, just saw that Eric Branch tweeted that Fred Warner said he did that he didn't know why Trey Lance wasn't at practice today. Uh, Warner said it was weird seeing three quarterbacks out there. So um, this is what we're seeing on Twitter right now that. Uh, uh, some of the players didn't even know why Trey Lance wasn't at practice. Uh, but, but yeah, I, and I see a, a, a thing where Grant Cohn is doing an instant analysis. He's very pro Trey Lance, very seems anti Brock Purdy and anti Kyle Shanahan. So it's going to be interesting. I'm going to go back and watch and see what he says. Cause I'm guessing he's pretty angry. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm angry, but I am frustrated because I feel like Trey Lance was doing so much better and we saw improvement from him. And yet to me, I think that he should be the, the backup quarterback. And when we get into the mailbag, that's one of the questions that uh, somebody had. So we'll look at that here in, in just a few minutes. But I think it's frustrating because I, I think that he is improving and yeah, he's probably not uh, as good as Brock Purdy is right now. But in a couple of years, he may be worlds better than Brock Purdy. We don't know. We still don't know what we have in Brock Purdy. Everybody says we don't know what we have in Trey Lance. Well, we don't know what we have in Brock Purdy either because he is coming off a serious injury, uh, although he looks good, but he still hasn't played that much. And and just in the the handful of games that he's played, he's been hurt twice. So uh, you know, do we really want to see Sam Darnold leading the 49ers onto the field anytime this season? I don't, and that's nothing against him. I just don't think that he's the answer. And so I don't really want to see Sam Darnold playing. So let's hope if they do decide to trade Trey Lance, let's hope that Brock Purdy stays healthy the whole season. Um, and if not, maybe Kyle Shanahan is exactly what Sam Darnold needs and he can become that quarterback Shanahan obviously loves him. He he just seems to ooze um, love for Trey Lance. You know uh, that he's just kind of really all about this. And and so I don't know when they soured on Trey Lance. If it was the injury situations um, that kind of was Garoppolo like, I don't know if it was that or if he just wasn't progressing as well as they they had expected. I've said before that I think they probably went into this saying, let's have Trey Lance sit for 2021, 
learn under Garoppolo and develop, then he'll be the guy in 2022. Even though he may not be that good early on, by the end of the season, he'll be much better. And so they were willing to deal with the lumps and the bumps and bruises that came along with that. But then the injury happened in the first quarter of game number two. Trey Lance missed the season and then Brock Purdy took off. And so now here we are. So that, I don't know if that's what happened, um, that now they're just in such a win mode that they can't be patient with him. I don't see why they can't be patient with him on the bench, but um, I, I know that he will have a bigger cap hit than the other quarterbacks. Um, so maybe this is more about money uh, than it is anything. But I, uh, I hope that they don't trade him. I hope that they keep him and continue developing him because – I think the worst case scenario for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, I've said it before, that if Trey Lance was a bust, that Lynch and Shanahan could survive that because they have a team that's always competing and always you know, going to league championship games and things like that. If they trade Trey Lance and he becomes really good and Brock Purdy isn't or the 49ers miss the playoffs or something like that, I think that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch may not survive because now that we're talking, this this would be a few years down the road. This is not something that's going to happen this year or next. But down the road, if Trey Lance becomes a star and Brock Purdy isn't and the 49ers don't, still don't have a quarterback and they still haven't won a Super Bowl, then I think that Lynch and Shanahan could very well uh, lose their job. So that's the big news that uh, the 49ers – evidently have decided that um, Sam Darnold is QB2 and that uh, Trey Lance may not be in the picture anymore. So it sounds like they uh, are looking to trade him. So let me see if anything else happening on here with uh, any news. Uh, I don't want to miss this while... Uh, while I'm on here, but I don't see anything new. So, so that is the latest with Trey Lance um, and with the team. So let's get into the mailbag uh, because every, every week at 49ers web zone during the season, we do a mailbag and ask you for your questions. And so this week we had several. Uh, so I want to jump into those because I know that uh, you're just dying to hear what everybody's uh, asking. So let's get to the first one. The first one is kind of a combo question. Uh, comes from two different people, but it's basically the same question. Josh asked, any new updates on the Bosa contract situation? The season opener is getting closer and closer. And Chris asked, when should we expect Nick Bosa to sign his deal? So as of this point, there isn't any new news on the Trey Lance uh, or the uh, Nick Bosa, I still have Trey Lance on, in my mind. Uh, no new news on the Nick Bosa uh, contract extension. So, so yeah, as the season gets closer, um, I mean, Kyle Shanahan said, what, yesterday or the day before, that he's not that concerned about this situation, that it's going just the way he thought. I don't believe that. Uh, I love Kyle Shanahan and I believe in him, but I don't believe that he's telling the truth. I don't think that that they thought this would take this long. And so, um, but yeah, we're we're at a point right now where probably in another week, I, I might start getting a little nervous. So last Friday I was on with Damon Bruce and he asked me, 
when are you going to start getting nervous about this Nick Bosa thing? And I said, probably like in a week or so. And so here we are almost a week after that. I'm still not nervous, but next week, this time I'll check back and, and you can, you can see like, I'm probably going to start getting nervous at that point because he's got to get in here, get in, get in football shape. Now I know he's going to come in better shape than anybody, but I, we, we just have seen too many players hold out over the years and then they, they get these uh, little, uh, you know, little injuries, you know, whether it's hamstrings or growing poles, you know, the soft tissue kind of injuries. And we don't want to see that happen because if Nick Bosa misses very much time this season, the 49ers are going to struggle. So uh, we, we want him out there. So, I'm going to predict since uh, since Chris asked when should we expect the Nick Bosa deal, I'm going to predict, and this is just a guess, that it's going to happen about a week from now. So once the last preseason game is over and now they're going to be off um, this next week, I mean, they'll probably still be practicing, but no games coming up. Um, I'm sure they'll get a few days off, but I think that it could happen next week. So then that way, the following week, when they start practice and game plans and all that stuff for uh, the September 10th opener at Pittsburgh, I think maybe uh, they want him for sure there. So so hopefully that's uh, taken care of. So Scott asked, uh, I know it's not this simple, but can an escalator be added to a BOSA deal that says his contract will increase to 100000 above any deal signed by a defensive lineman within the next year? That way he'll be the highest paid and can be ready for week one. Well, Nick Bosa is going to be the highest paid defensive player in NFL history by week one. That's going to happen. But how long is it going to stay that way? It, it just kind of depends. I mean, whoever's next up in line, you know, when they when like like when Micah Parsons comes up for a new deal or some other edge rusher or defensive lineman, the, the next time one of those superstars comes up for a new contract, they're going to get, they're going to go above what Nick Bosa is paid. So he's going to be the highest paid, but it may not last very long, maybe just a couple of years. Um, if that, so the, the idea that, that, uh, Scott threw out of putting in an escalator, uh, to the contract that would automatically take Bosa a hundred thousand above that, I think Bosa probably would be happy with that, but the 49ers are not going to be happy with it because they're going to be prisoners to whatever contract is given. And what if somebody comes out with just this crazy contract that is, is just absurd, you know, or, or if the, it just continues to go up. What if over the next five years, the uh, these these guys keep getting new contracts and they keep outdoing each other and Bosa just continues to go up and up and up that's definitely not something that the 49ers are going to want to do so uh so yeah that's i like the fact that uh that uh, Scott's thinking outside of the box but uh that's not going to happen so the next question is from Tim he asks will Ronnie Bell make the opening day roster yes Ronnie Bell is going to make the opening day roster. For one thing, he's shown that he deserves it. Uh, he's made plays, you know, other than a couple of balls that have gone off of his hands and into the hands of, uh, of a defender. And I, I think on uh, Saturday, I think he put a ball on the ground, uh, had, had a fumble or something. 
Uh, so other than those miscues, which young players uh, tend to do, he's been really good. He had several catches on Saturday, over 100 yards receiving, and the kid can return kicks. He can return punts. So he is going to make the team. No doubt about that. With what he's done, they're not going to be able to release him or you know cut him and, and then hope that he comes back and is able to make it to the practice squad. That's just not going to happen. Somebody's going to snatch him up. Somebody's going to put him on their active roster. And, uh, and and so even even having him on the practice squad, they can protect a couple of players, uh, but he's not going to be on the practice squad. He's going to make the opening day roster. Uh, Chris asked, will we ever get to see Lance play with all all of the starting weapons for the first time ever? Well, I think we're we're kind of seeing that that maybe that's not going to happen, you know, with the news today. Uh, I I wrote in the article that came out today um, that, that Trey Lance, you know, last season he played with the starters. In 2021, he played with the starters, but I think the question was all of the starters, and so he didn't play with George Kittle very much. I think one game. Um, he hadn't played with Christian McCaffrey, so he hasn't played with all of those guys, but. But the way that I responded to this was that the only chance that Trey Lance would get to play with the starters would be if Brock Purdy gets hurt in the regular season. And right now, with um, with with the 49ers deciding, and this is the 49ers have not said this. This has been reported by a couple of different uh, reporters, and I can't. I I'll, I'll look and see if I can remember who that was, but uh, maybe you can jump in here and tell me. Uh, who it was before I see it. Uh, I don't want to go too far back, but, but anyway, uh, it, it was reported by two different reporters this afternoon that, uh, that Lance uh, is not the number two quarterback that Sam Darnold is the number two quarterback and that the 49ers were shopping Trey Lance. So at, uh, so which brings me to the next question on here, who's QB two as of this moment, this is from Joe. Uh, and I wrote to him that, look, I, I think that Trey Lance should be QB two. Um, I don't entirely trust Darnold. I hope that he proves me wrong. Well, I hope he doesn't get a chance to prove me wrong because I want Brock Purdy to stay healthy. But if, Trey, uh, if uh, Sam Darnold plays, I hope that he proves me wrong and that he flings the ball all over the place and, and they score a lot of points. But I think that uh, the, the crazy thing is that I, I really all along have felt like Trey Lance was going to be the guy, uh, QB two. And I didn't even think it was going to be close. And so I certainly have been wrong about this. Um, national media all along has been saying that Sam Darnold will be, would be the backup quarterback. So like, I mean, was this speculation or did they, have some kind of agenda against Trey Lance, or did they have some kind of inside knowledge? I mean, right now at this moment, as much as I've said for the past several months that they're not trading Trey Lance, now it's kind of looking like they might. And so if that happens, then then certainly um, this whole thing about the 49ers leaking some information to certain media uh, is is definitely true. There, there, and I've been starting to think that there's truth to that, uh, because we all all knew and said that the 49ers don't leak, uh, but now it's kind of looking like they might. But uh, uh, next is Derek 
Uh, Derek asks, who do y'all think is the best 49ers player on the team right now? Well, I think that it's easily Nick Bosa. Um, just what he can do. I mean, he's the reigning defensive player of the year. He's constantly being held. He's constantly uh, being double teamed. And yet he still is uh, the defensive player of the year. Um, you can argue whether or not he's the best edge rusher in the NFL. I'll, I'll take him over anybody else. But if you said you were going to take Micah Parsons or TJ Watt, um, then I, I'm not going to argue because those guys are great. But uh, I still, right now, I'm going to take Bosa. So, yeah, he's the best player on the 49ers team. Trent Williams is a close second. Um, the guy is a Hall of Famer, uh, just an incredible tackle. I love watching him throw people. That's funny to me. Um, after Bosa and Williams, it has to be Christian McCaffrey, right? I mean, McCaffrey is one of the top backs in the league. If I, I heard somebody talking about uh, fantasy football the other day, and they said that that McCaffrey is consistently the number one back taken, we all saw the difference that he made in the in the offense last season. So yeah, McCaffrey is the number one um, uh, running back in the league, uh, uh, at least when it comes to to numbers. I think he's the best in the league in what he brings to the table. I mean, you can if you take Derrick Henry off of the Titans or if you take a different running back off of their team, how are they going to look compared to the 49ers? I mean, the 49ers are still really good, but uh, I just think that with McCaffrey, they're, they're so much better. Um, and speaking of McCaffrey, these speaking of running backs who catch the ball out of the backfield today was disappointing to find out that Roger Craig had not, uh, was not in uh, uh, selected as a uh, 2024 uh, inductee to the Hall of Fame, so that's disappointing. But there, there is some optimism because uh, I talked uh, to somebody from Eddie DeBartolo's office who's worked real closely um, with this, with Mr. DeBartolo, worked a lot with me on this, and uh, she told me some, some really good things uh, that she heard from a couple of Hall of Fame voters who were in the room that said that Roger Craig not only made it to the final 12, but he made it to the final six, which he had never done before. So that's, that's positive. But she also said that there was a lot of discussion about Roger Craig more than any other candidate and, and that it was all really positive. So that's great news. And Matt Mayoko, um, who worked a lot with me on the hall of fame case for Roger Craig, uh, he texted me this afternoon, um, to tell me that Roger Craig wasn't going to be getting in this year, but he said it was really close and that he believes that next year is going to be the year and that he's never said anything like that before. So I think that those are really positive, uh, positive things, you know, like going in the right direction. So hopefully next year is the year for Roger. Uh, let's see. JR 49ers asked is in Kyle's offense, tight end two and tight end three are used almost exclusively as blockers. Even if they are a threat in the passing game, uh, they'd still probably be seventh or lower on the target list behind all the other weapons. With that in mind, who have you got as making the roster as tight ends? Well, obviously George Kittle, uh, cause he's the best on the team. I, I really want to see Braden Willis make it. I'm, I'm high on Braden Willis. I think that he, 
is going to develop into a really good tight end, uh, not only as a blocker, but as a receiver. So I'm high on him. Cameron Latu is a third round draft pick. So I doubt he's going to get cut. I think they're going to want to still work with him and develop him. Remember, he hasn't been a tight end that, that long. So um, I think he was a defensive player, like a, a defensive end or something like that before. I think that's what I remember reading, but uh, so Latu, he's going to, he's going to make it. Um, I don't think that Ross Dwelly is going to make it. I, that's my prediction. Uh, he can't block. So this could be the end. So if I'm, if the 49ers keep four tight ends, which they usually do, then I would project it's going to be Kittle, Willis, Latu, and I'm going to say Charlie Warner, but I, I don't want Charlie Warner anymore. I, I, I want to see Troy uh, Fumagalli make it. I uh, like what he's done this uh, during camp and during the preseason. And so maybe he ends up on the practice squad, but I'd, I'd like to see Kittle, Willis, Latu, and Fumagalli. But I, I, Kyle Shanahan loves those blocking tight ends. So I think that might give the edge to Charlie Warner. And so... It's it's funny because Charlie Warner's kind of the the anti Ross Dwelly. Dwelly can catch, but he can't block, and uh, Warner can block, but he can't catch. So if you combined those two, you'd have a great tight end, but uh, <laughs> but you don't. So hopefully Fumagalli makes it over uh, over uh, Warner, and I hope that Willis and Latu make it over uh, uh, Ross Dwelly. So. Uh, Niner Jim asks, how concerning is the performance of the special teams? It's been fairly poor so far. Yeah, it's been a little concerning, but I'm not too worried about it. Uh, there are there have been injuries, uh, you know, like uh, Ray Ray McLeod's been out. So he hasn't been returning uh, kicks and punts. And, and so that's made where we've had uh, Ronnie Bell and Deshaun Jameson returning punts. And uh, Jameson fumbled uh, in the game on Saturday. Uh, so I think that Ray Ray McLeod, you know, Kyle Shanahan's hoping that he's back for week one. If he's not, he shouldn't miss too many games. And so I'm not terribly concerned about the return game. I think that the uh, coverage units, um, they haven't been great, but they're going to get better, especially when some of these players who make the team, but they're not starters, uh, as soon as they start getting in on special teams, I think things are going to pick up. Um, and, and like I said, there's been some some other guys, uh, some core special teamers that have been hurt um, and haven't played in the preseason. So that's going to make a big impact as well. Um, I, I think a lot of the concern comes from you look at uh, how Jake Moody has missed some some kicks. Now he made the biggest kick of the preseason so far, but he missed an extra point. He missed two in the first game. Um, so look, he's not going to be as consistent as uh, Robbie gold. We can just put that out of our minds. He's going to stress us out. He's going to make us mad at sometimes he's going to miss some kicks that he needs to make, but he's also going to hit some, some big ones as well. And so as a rookie, he's probably going to struggle at times. All rookie kickers do. Um, we're just going to have to deal with that. Um, Mitch Wisnowski was terrible um, on Saturday. Uh, Larry Kruger called him Mitch Shanknowski, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, but I'm not worried about 
about Mitch. He's going to be fine. He's a really good punter. Uh, so he, he's probably just, maybe he's just tired or he's kind of in a, a dry spell, but he'll be fine. So don't worry about him. Uh, let's see. SFG soccer asks so many pre-snap illegal formations in the last two games. Is this the fault of the tight end wide receiver or quarterback? I thought there were a few that were not called when the tight end was covered by a wide receiver. Well, I don't, I, I don't really have any specific pre-snap penalties that are popping into my head. So I'd have to go back and, and look and, and watch, but, uh, the, the thing to keep in mind, again, preseason, you see a lot of sloppy football, not just with the 49ers, but there's sloppy football every, everywhere. There's sloppy officiating, there's sloppy tackling. Uh, and, and, and you just, you have players that have been off. They haven't played like the 49ers haven't played since January. And so they're going to come in. They're going to be a little rusty, even though they've, they've gone through training camp is still not the same as being in a game. And so they're either knocking rust off or they're a young player or a rookie who's trying to learn and adapt to the speed of the game. And so rookies make mistakes. Young players make a lot of mistakes. And so I wouldn't be worried uh, about any pre-snap legal formations, uh, uh, formations. I don't know. That's what I said. Formations. Um, I wouldn't be too concerned about that stuff because that's part of preseason and part of what they're doing. I mean, if they're, if they could just go right into the season and play great right out of the gate, uh, that's obviously what they would want to do because nobody wants to play preseason and fans don't really want to watch it that much. Um, but they need preseason to kind of get their feet under them and, and uh, work out some kinks and, and break off some rust. So, so I expect, I mean, preseason is going to be a mess. So uh, don't sweat that too much. Uh, Chris asked, why doesn't Kyle give Lance uh, one to two drives with starting weapons in the final preseason game? Well, we've talked about this a lot. I mean, Kyle Shanahan and really every coach is going to use a preseason game, whether it's the last game or that middle game when they play their starters, they're going to use that for their starters to start to gel and kind of get in a rhythm so that they're ready for that first game. And so even if Trey Lance was QB2 and and is on the team, he's not going to be getting any any uh, of those starter reps uh, with with all those guys. They're going to get the or they're going to get them in. They're going to uh, uh, let that happen quickly and and make sure that they you know, get some good practice and get in a rhythm and then they're going to get them out of there so that they don't get hurt. So that's, uh, that's just what I think about, about that. But again, um, the, the biggest news of the day is that Trey Lance was not at practice and, uh, everybody was wondering what's going on. Why is he not there? And then the next thing we know, there are reports that Lance is, uh, uh, that Kyle Shanahan has decided that, uh, that Sam Darnold is QB two and that the 49ers are shopping Trey Lance. And then there's, there was the report from Diana Rossini who said that they have been indeed shopping him all off season, but just haven't had anybody who's been interested so far or hasn't been willing to give them what they want. So that's, uh, 
that's what we know. Looking on uh, Twitter to see if anything recently has uh, happened. Um, I see a 49ers web zone uh, post here that Al Sacco is on. He's on uh, talking, wondering if the 49ers quarterback competition between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold is rigged. Yeah, sometimes I've wondered that too because it doesn't seem to me like Trey Lance has gotten a fair play. But um, but hey, today Kyle Shanahan's going to be on KNBR. Um, and so I'm sure he's going to be asked some questions that he probably doesn't want to answer, but uh, that's going to be good. So, so tune in to KNBR later on. I don't know when that's going to be. Maybe uh, this says 4.50 p.m. So that's, uh, what is that? About four hours, four hours and 10 minutes from right now that we'll be hearing from Kyle Shanahan. So uh, unless he's speaking today, maybe he's addressing the media today. Um, I have not seen or heard. uh, Let's see. Okay, so Adam Copeland of KMBR tweeted, just wrapped up our weekly hit with Kyle Shanahan. He confirmed. Sam Darnold is the number two quarterback and we discussed what lies ahead for Trey Lance and the 49ers. So uh, the full interview is going to be on today at 4:50 Pacific time. So the uh, it's interesting that they, that they pre-record this. Is that what that's saying? Cause I guess it's, I guess it's not going to be live then. Um, yeah, so Kyle Shanahan's not speaking to the media, but he is going to be on KMBR. Um, he's already spoken with KMBR, and that interview is going to be on uh, at 4.50 Pacific time. So, interesting. He confirmed that Sam Darnold is QB2, and it's going to be interesting to see what he says when it comes to Trey Lance. So, that's all I have for today. A lot of big news, uh, but... Uh, but thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, taking this little journey with me uh, through the mailbag and through the Trey Lance stuff. Uh, make sure that you go and uh, give us a follow. Like this this video if you're watching on YouTube. Um, subscribe. And wherever you listen to your podcasts, make sure that you rate, review, follow the 49ers Camelot Show. Um, I love uh, being able to spend time with uh, 49ers fans and talking about the team. So hope that you've enjoyed this and uh, we will talk maybe, maybe tomorrow I may come back on tomorrow. We'll see, but uh, we'll talk definitely later this week or next week.